you can go and you can diet or you can go and you can maintain or you can go and you can gain weight. But we're, we've all done the one where you go and gain weight. <laughs> we're trying to figure out the other ones. Right. Yes. <laughs> You're listening to episode 96 of the Fitness Empowerment Podcast, where Julie Elster, the owner of W Your WDW podcast and website, interviews me about my healthy Disney book. <laughs> Welcome to or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Phillips, and my goal is to empower you to take that next step on your health and fitness journey. As a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur, I will share with you stories of triumph, struggle, optimism, and empowerment in all aspects of fitness and health from myself and many guests who have overcome the same obstacles you are working through today. Let's dive into today's topic and get you some actionable steps to apply to your journey. Okay, welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I'm so excited for today's episode. This is a first for me. I've never been interviewed before about my book or anything that I do, so this is really exciting. And I thought it would be a fun perspective for me to share for those of you who have been longtime listeners, because usually I'm the one doing the interviewing, so you're gonna get some different voice or voices and different questions and just a different perspective because it's a different side than what you normally hear me on. So I'm excited here. Julie and I met over Instagram. We kind of reached out to each other. We were looking for other Disney-related podcasts. And if you're new here, welcome. My name is Danny, and we talk a lot about fitness, food, and travel. And then most of that travel, if we are talking about vacations, is Disney-related. So... Before I dive in and give you guys an overview of this episode, I do want to touch on something really quickly. I am starting my planning for the next Disney vacation so that I can start writing the next volume for my Healthy Disney book series. So it's not really a vacation, it's more of a research trip and I promise you it is a research trip because there is so much eating and then so much writing that I have to do while I'm there. I actually don't have a lot of time to get on rides and I actually turned down fast pass rides on my last trip because I just didn't have time and I wanted to use my time focused on taking out the memories I had, you know, just witnessed from the food and really put put pen to paper on what was going on so that I didn't forget about it. With that being said, I've started a Kickstarter campaign. This is my first Kickstarter campaign or crowdfunding campaign, you can call it. And I hope it goes well. I'm excited to see how it goes. But my word of the year for 2018 is ask. And so this is me asking for your help in funding this research trip so that I can put out the next volume of Healthy Disney for you. So there are I'm going to give you a quick overview. I did do a whole video that I posted to YouTube and to my Kickstarter campaign. It's about 10 minutes long about what the campaign is about and what the book is about or what it's going to be about and things like that. 
But the details of the Kickstarter campaign, the bare minimum, is that it started today and it is a 30-day campaign. My goal is to raise $4,000. I've priced out everything from the amount of guests it's going to take to the hotel I need to stay in to the Disney dining plan and things like that so that it's all-encompassing. And I'm aiming to go in May of 2019 for a week. So there, this is really cool. I've never used Kickstarter before, but I think it's there's a benefit to everybody on all sides because you can pledge a certain amount of money, but you don't actually get charged and I don't actually receive money if the goal, the whole goal isn't met. So if my goal like is $4,000, if I don't meet that goal by the end of the 30 days, as far as pledged amounts of money go from different people, then nobody will get charged and I won't receive any money. So it's a win-win for everybody. Nobody loses out on anything other than the time that might be spent, <laughs> will be spent planning out the campaign and kind of, you know, putting out information about it consistently. So the couple cool benefits that I am going to share are that if somebody pledges $15 or more, they will get a signed copy of my first volume of the Healthy Disney Planning Guide. And then if you pledge $30 or more, then you will also receive a signed copy, one of the first signed copies of the second volume when it comes out. So that is what I want to say about the Kickstarter campaign. The link will be in the show notes below and I will be posting about it consistently. So definitely check that out if you are interested. If you want to help me on this journey to put out the next Healthy Disney volume, it will be focused on Magic Kingdom. I can't wait. I love Disney. I love food and I love making sure that you understand how you can enjoy the food and stay fit and healthy and enjoy that time with your friends and family at Walt Disney World. So diving into an overview of this content that Julie interviews me about today. She's actually doing a three-part series for New Year's resolutions. So she's talking about fitness and health or losing weight in the new year, how to have money savings in the new year, and how to travel more, all in relation to Walt Disney World. So I think that's pretty cool that she asked me to be a part of her New Year's resolutions mini-series on her podcast. And the different things that we talked about were this. I gave updates on, oh, actually, okay, she gave updates on the latest Disney World Park news. And then she started our interview and I gave an overview, a very brief one of kind of my life and how the book came to be and why. I talk about how I schedule in my workouts at Disney, general tips for watching what you eat on the Disney dining plan learning what questions and modifications you can ask for at different restaurants, different strategies for snacking, different strategies for dieting at the parks, and a whole lot more. So definitely go check it out, or I hope, well, you're already here listening, so I hope you enjoy this episode. On today's episode, we talk staying healthy at Disney World. This is Double Your WDW, the Disney World Planning Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I am your host, Julie Elster, creator of WRWDW.com, the Disney World planning website. As always, you can find me online on the website. You can follow me on Facebook or Instagram for more Disney articles and photos and fun. And I love talking to you guys on there. So please do follow along. This is episode number 19. 
And I'm actually going to do a three-part series. I want to talk about New Year's resolutions. And what are the three big New Year's resolutions that everybody has? It's to lose weight or be more fit, to save money, and to travel more. So we're going to talk about how to do all of those things in relation to Disney World. But before we jump into the topic, I wanted to start out with a few quick news items. First, some news with me. I am still doing the big giveaway. It's going to be three days of giveaways. You can enter now through the end of January and on February 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, I will pick three winners. It's Disney gear like shirts and pins and ears and the big winner on the third day will also win a Disney gift card. So that's pretty cool. Check out the link in the show notes to enter or you can just head over to the website and enter there. Some news going on at the parks. The Festival of Arts begins this week, so if you are planning on visiting the parks now through February, you might want to check that out. It's a really cool festival. It is the newest of the Epcot festivals, and I have a whole bunch of information on what you can expect if you want to hit this festival, so just check out the show notes for that. Also, there is a new Illuminations dining package that's coming to Epcot. So that's the nighttime show that's going to be going away pretty soon. So I think this might be kind of cool. So the package includes dinner at the Rose and Crown patio, and then you also get VIP seating for the Illuminations show. So for more information, check out the show notes if that sounds like something that you want to take advantage of. So on the line with me today is Danny Phillips, and the reason that I asked her to talk to me today about eating healthy and staying fit while you are at Disney World is because she actually wrote a book about that. So I reached out to her to see if we could have a discussion about being able to do those things because they are definitely not easy to do when you're at Disney World. So thank you so much for joining me. I love that we get a chance to talk about being healthy at Disney because it is the new year and everybody has certain New Year's resolutions and they are one to travel, right? And then the other one is to be fit and healthy and lose weight. So <laughs> trying to combine those things is not always the easiest thing possible. And you wrote a book, a guide called Healthy Disney. And so I want, first, why don't you introduce yourself so we know a little bit more about you and your background. Yes, absolutely, Julie. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm really excited. This is actually um, my first like interview podcast episode um, talking about the book. So I'm really excited. <laughs> um, but my name is Danny Phillips, and I'm a fitness, health, and lifestyle entrepreneur. And I live in Northwest Louisiana, but... I I love Disney, huge Disney fan. I've gone just about every year since I was a little kid. My mom, she really beats me. She probably goes four or five times a year. And now my sister, she lives in Orlando now. She's going to school down there. So um, they're beating me as far as how often they get to go. But oh, so they, they they're like, oh, we have to go and visit her. Just as yeah. like an excuse to go. I love it. It totally is. Yes, it's an excuse, which is a good thing for me. Um, but we love Disney and I am a health and fitness fanatic. And um, I got to a point where I was working with some clients last year. And every time it was actually it was around spring break. And there were so many people who were coming in, not even just clients of mine. They would say, oh, I was gone for a week. I was at Disney. I totally fell off the bandwagon. Mm -hmm. Now I have to diet. Now I have to get back on track. And it was just such a repeat thing. I kept thinking, this isn't how it should be. I'm going to Disney. I'm going on vacation. I have to eat everything and anything that's out there and then have to diet when you come home. So I 
I got in this, this focus. I just said, you know what? I know it's possible. I know you can go to Disney. I know there are healthier things. They're really, really increasing their game on, you know, what's available health and wellness and mm-hmm. fitness wise. So I kind of set it out to prove to myself and to everybody else on the planet <laughs> that you can, it can be done. <laughs> You can go and you can diet or you can go and you can maintain or you can go and you can gain weight. But we're, we've all done the one where you go and gain weight. <laughs> we're trying to figure out the other ones. <laughs> right. Yes. I think I'm definitely okay. I know I'm definitely guilty of that. You, when I read your book, it really like it spoke to me because several years ago, I like between child two and child three, I lost about 40 pounds. Like I was overweight and I managed this like a whole sidetrack about me over here, but like I managed to lose quite a bit of weight. And then I found like going on vacation and doing things with my family. I was like, how the heck am I supposed to do this? And trying to figure out a schedule to maintain exercising and not everybody in my group was always a part of that. So Mm -hmm. I love to hear you talk a little bit about how you schedule in workouts with Disney because I'm always like when I go to Disney I'm like well I have to be there a rope drop like I have to be there to crack it on so how like how do you do it how do you schedule in time to work out and also time with family and activities and whatnot yes that's such a great question and congratulations on on the 40 pound weights between two and three that's huge yeah we'll have to (laughs) we'll have to talk about that later (laughs) yes well i you mentioned it you know it's it's scheduling and it's it's mindset so a big portion of the book as you read is actually focused on mindset you know is your focus supposed to be on family or is your focus supposed to be a happy medium Mm -hmm. or a small portion of your day like what time are you taking for yourself So for example, in 2018, I went to Disney three times and my first trip, I was actually dieting for a bodybuilding show. So because I had scheduled something, I had a date I had paid to be in a show where I knew I was going to be on stage in a bikini and heels. I knew it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, right. That was the pressure. I had a commitment and And so once I knew that I had those goals and I had something that I had to work for or I wasn't going to put my best foot forward being on stage in a bikini and heels, I I had to schedule something out. And so the first thing I wanted to do is figure out, okay, well, where am I staying? At this point, my mom was choosing the hotels Mm -hmm. and she likes to stay at the Wyndham, which is across the street from downtown Disney or Disney Springs, as we call it now. I had been in that hotel before. That's where she likes to stay. So I knew there was going to be a workout room. So I already knew that I was going to have a space where I could go and lift weights and get some cardio in. And I mean, we all know we do a ton of walking at Disney. So getting in cardio is not necessarily on the priority list for me because I already know I'm getting in a ton of cardiovascular activity, but it's the weightlifting. So for me, I knew I had to maintain my lifting schedule. So I had to figure out where I was going to lift when I was there. So I had to figure out workout facilities in those hotels. So you have a lot of different options and there's a lot of different places around Orlando that you can schedule group classes and group fitness in and things like that too. You can even do things like a week long gym membership to just test out a place and have something to go. Yeah. And that's, and that's everywhere. That's not just Orlando where you can kind of do like a week long guest pass or something. You know, I, I had never thought to do that, but that's not a bad idea. And a lot of places, if it's like, if you're just going and trying it out, they'll even let you go for free. Now, like I'm thinking about my old gym where it was like, Oh, you can try it out for free. And so that's not a bad way to do it. If you're looking for something specific to maintain your workout. 
That's mm-hmm. interesting. I hate to admit it. I've never once been to any of the gyms at any of the resorts. <laughs> at- but did you even know that they existed? I, I you know, I, I did. I've just never um, taken advantage of that particular <laughs> yeah. perk. So I think that's great if you are already on. Understandable. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you're on vacation, it's so yeah. hard. Um, so yeah, for your situation, you were you knew you were going to compete, so you had to maintain a certain schedule and a certain routine. What mm-hmm. about somebody who's maybe like, all right, I'm not like a hardcore exerciser or whatever, but I just like, I don't want to gain 10 pounds. Is there anything you can recommend for maybe staying a little more active without necessarily like, all right, I need to schedule 90 minutes for gym time? Yes, absolutely. Again, it's going to come back to the mindset piece. And and I think it's so important that you write down your intentions. So if you don't have the goal to be in the gym for 90 minutes a day lifting weights, that's totally fine. But if you do have a goal and the goal is I don't want to gain 10 pounds over my vacation, I think it's really important to recognize, you know, write it down, write down, I do not want to gain 10 pounds. And then from there, you can backtrack and say, okay, well, what do I need to do in order to make sure that that doesn't happen? Right. And if you've been previously and you kind of looked at what you've done previously and that has gained you 10 pounds, then you can look at what you've done and say, all right, what do I need to change? You know, did I only walk? Did I go do anything extracurricular? Um, You know, Fort Wilderness Lodge has so many outdoor activities. Even on the boardwalk, there are things like uh, Surrey bikes that you can rent. Um, So there's lots of different activities that Disney offers that aren't necessarily going into a gym and lifting weights, but understanding what your goals are. Yeah, exactly. Just maintaining some sort of an activeness is really important. I like during the day because I, the way I always recommend people schedule their days is I like to really schedule in the morning and be like, all right, you know, pick your fast passes, get there early, you know, go to those certain rides and then leave the afternoon open to like go back to the resort and swim. And I think swimming is a great opportunity as well, where like my kids might go to the, like the pool with the water slide, but I might head over to like like the smaller pools that they often have at the resorts and maybe just swim a few laps. And that's a great way to not only cool off, but to (laughs) be active. And I think too, like I, I do, I try to stay active as best I can. Um, So for me, like the walking in the park, isn't like, I don't know that I walk anymore when I'm at the parks that I normally do, but for, for a lot of people, the walking alone, I think is, maybe more cardio than mm-hmm. they're used to. So that yeah. if you're not used to that amount of cardio, I think that's a great way to just just keep moving while you're there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's, yes. let's move on to food because I think this is the big one because I just the other day was talking about like, oh, the free dining promotion's out and we're always talking about the dining plans and all the different mm-hmm. food and every Instagrammable dessert available. <laughs> They're so pretty. <laughs> yes, they're beautiful and delicious. And the portions are humongous. So yeah. let's start with maybe just some general tips for watching what you eat. And then we can kind of dive into some more specifics. Sure. And do you want to talk about 
the di dining plan specific tips or for anybody? Let's start with the dining plan because I feel like right now that's a hot topic with the free dining. So what are some of your tips if you want to take advantage of the dining plan? Because the dining plan you're looking, like if you get the regular one, it's two snacks, it's a meal with like an appetizer, the full meal, a dessert, and then it's also a quick service. So that's so much food. So how do you, how do you eat all that food but not go overboard? Well, and I think you just said it, it's how do you eat all of it? And the thing was not eating all of it, recognizing that I could have it all, but thinking, thinking to the future, thinking at the beginning of the meal, okay, how am I going to feel afterwards if I eat all of this sitting here? Like, do I want to feel overly full? Do I want to feel uncomfortable? Like, how do I want to feel after this meal when I still have to walk around the park and get on a bunch of rides and be like fun and enjoy my time with the family? Because I'm really good at sitting down and <laughs> eating everything yeah. that's put down in front of me. Me too. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't like to waste food. I really don't. And I was, you know, raised to take all you want, but eat all you take. Like food mm -hmm. is a scarcity. And um, at Disney, it is not a scarcity. And no. so I have to really come to terms with, do I need to eat all of this or can I eat some of it and still really enjoy what I'm eating? So I think it comes back to mindset in the, in the first way. Um, it's mindset. But then also... Are you trying to save money? Are you trying to be less stressed? Or are you trying to, you know, get to every single dining location and see all the shows? And like, are you there for that experience? If you are trying to save money and you don't want to eat a ton of food, then being on the deluxe dining plan is not going to do you um, very well. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you want to consider doing the quick service plan where it's less food and then you can pay out of pocket for maybe those couple of extra things. So I think, as much as I really, really loved the dining plan, and I will definitely do it again, you know, it automatically comes, like the regular dining plan, it automatically comes with a drink. It comes with that dessert. So if you know ahead of time, the most simple thing to do is not put yourself on that particular dining plan and do one that gives you less. I couldn't agree more. And the portions at Disney are huge. So even if you're like, well, if I don't do the dining plan, am I going to do sit-down meals? You can definitely still do sit-down meals and split a plate mm -hmm. with somebody and I promise you're not going to feel like you're not getting enough food. Like their yes. portions are ridiculous. They, they are truly huge. Are. Yeah. I have a quick tip for that. And it is, you know, talking to your server, like communicate with your server and it, just know, like everybody listening, just know you're, you're going to get like three times as many carbs as you need for a meal, you know, and, and, and so I have asked servers when my meals come out in many different restaurants, I've said, hey, like in the future, could I request a half-sized portion of pasta? Could I request no bread, request extra vegetables instead of the pasta or the carbohydrate mm -hmm. source? Every time they've told me yes. So if you are concerned about the portion, but you still want to enjoy the meal, just tell them ahead of time, hey, could you, could you ask the chef to just do me a half portion size of the starchy carb? That doesn't surprise me because I know they are really great with like food allergies and things of that nature. So that really, it doesn't surprise me that they would be so accommodating. So that's a great tip or like, you know, could you cook this, you know, without oil or something? Like it's, I think that's a great, you know, just asking yeah. and worst yeah, cases they say no, that. worst cases they say no. And then you just have to keep that in mind. Like, okay, this is cooked with you know, the full amount of oil or, you know, whatever it may be. But I, I suspect that they're going to be fairly accommodating as far as special requests like that go. 
Hey, are you struggling with finding the time to make or buy healthy meals for yourself and your family? Trust me, I get it. I am swamped with running back and forth across town during the day, going client to client and not having a second to myself until I get home at night. And honestly, by the time I get home, I do not want to plan a meal or go out to the store for ingredients and then come home and make dinner for myself and my husband. This is why I order healthy organic meals from Caspiana Catering every week. So each week, Jessica Commages and her team put together a beautiful menu of super nutrition meals that include things like vegan entrees, seafood entrees, rainbow veggie spiral salads, protein breakfast porridge, nourishing glow bowls, and then my favorite, the super seed chocolate almond butter raw bar. I know, it sounds amazing. It is. <laughs> These meals are packed with organic foods and micronutrients that will fuel your day, but without the guilt, I promise. Now, if you're interested in saving some time and boosting your health, then head on over to caspianacatering.com and use the code DANNY15, D-A-N-Y-E-1-5, to save 15% on your first order. Side note, these meals are only available in Shreveport, Bossier, Louisiana, and you must get your orders in by Saturday for Monday pickup or delivery. I can't wait to see what you get, and I hope you enjoy. Yeah, they truly are. And I'll give you another example. This was, I stayed at the Wyndham during my honeymoon last year and, and they had an omelet station there and they had the option of whole eggs or just egg whites. And so I chose an egg white option because I wanted less fats, but then I noticed that they were also pouring in a whole lot of oil mm -hmm. into the pan before they put in the egg whites. And all I had to do was ask them if they had some sort of a spray or if they could use less oil. And they said they didn't have a spray, but they, they used about half the amount of oil on mine um, versus everybody else's. So it, just asking the simple questions makes a huge difference. Make a big difference. Yeah. And, <laughs> and again, like worst case scenario is they say we can't do it that way. And then you just keep that in mind. I think when you're, when you're eating it, you just know like, all right, this is cooked with the full amount of oil. So maybe I don't want to splurge on all of this, save those, you know, calories for later. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how about snacks? Like, how do you still feel like you're indulging in, because, you know, you'll see like the memes everywhere that are like, you know, Mickey shaped food tastes better or like wear the ears, eat the churro, you know, those, <laughs> those kind of memes. So how yes. do you still live up to that? That's such a good question. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just saw, I've been seeing all over Instagram that now the Mickey shaped ice cream bars are being offered. <gasps> oh in my stores. God. I, I'm so excited about that. Like this is the wrong <laughs> episode for me to talk about how excited I am about that, but I really like, I cannot wait. <laughs> yes. I'm sure you're not the only one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yes. So snacks. So I know that I want to indulge in something at Disney that is going to be not your typical processed food item. So I know that when I'm walking by the confectionery, I don't want a packaged snack item that may have been sitting there for a few days or maybe a few weeks. Like, I don't know when it was made. Granted, a lot of their stuff is made fresh, but I want something that is really, truly unique. And so for me, I know my indulgences come into play when I'm at a signature dining restaurant or just a table service restaurant, mm -hmm. and I'm going to get my dessert there. And that's the one thing I kind of like 
is really great about having different fruit and vegetable snacks in the park. So if I'm going to get a snack, I will get fruits and vegetables, and then I'll bring in my own protein snacks to have throughout the day to kind of keep me full. And I'll kind of know that I've focused my intention on one specific like dessert indulgence. Okay. So you don't ever feel like you're missing out when you do it that way. No. And, and it's not like it's the I mean, I'll have some other snacks here and there, or I'll have a bite of somebody else's. So I think sharing snacks is a big thing. Cause uh, a lot of yes. times where, you know, Disney will pump out that smell and <laughs> I don't know what it's called, but yeah. you can smell yeah. popcorn, you can smell the cookies, you can smell the butter. And so I recognize that a lot of times I'm not hungry, but it smells good. So I mm-hmm. want to bite. So if we have a group of three, four, five people and we get one snack, then we can have that one bite and savor it and know that that was really good. It was really fun. Um, and we enjoyed that moment, but then we're not feeling sick to our stomachs afterwards because we ate a bunch of sugar, right. um, you know, and we're not getting those nutrients. That- and you can still get that Instagram mm-hmm. picture with that Mickey bar. So you don't have to exactly. miss out. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I won't lie to you. I love some of the snacks, but I want to, I try to go for the ones that are, you know, they're they're there for a limited time. Like I went to the Mickey's not so scary Halloween party for the Mm -hmm. first time last year. And I, so what I did is I spent all my snack credits on, you know, the Jack Skellington push pop and the um, Maleficent ice cream cone and, and the other, you know, the Madame Leota tart. So I had those things, but I also split them all. And so I made sure that my what I ate throughout the day was really, really high protein, high fiber, high micronutrients so that I could have those sugary fun snacks later and kind of balance it out. Well, you know, what's good about splitting them like that too, is those snacks are not cheap. So that way you're not like, you're not buying three $7 snacks. You're just buying three snacks and you're splitting them with a group. And that's, so not only are you saving on the calorie and fat intake, but you're also saving some money there because those snacks are crazy expensive. Yeah. And I think some of them are totally worth it and some of them are definitely not. not, And they're just pretty for Instagram. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, a kind of on that same, um, that same line, I think, maybe ordering groceries to your resort is another great way to kind of keep an eye on what you're eating and also save money because that's probably like the number one concern or question that people ask too is like, how do I save money on food? And I think that's having groceries delivered is a great way. And then like you said, you can pick things that aren't like necessarily prepackaged processed foods, have them delivered to your hotel room, and then you know what you're eating throughout your entire trip as well and saving a bundle of cash. Yes, I totally agree. And I think that was something else that I had to do when I was dieting um, for that show is I brought a ton of food in with me some that I just brought from home and I just brought meals into the parks with me and I would just plan to have my meals all day with the exception of one meal that I enjoyed at a table service restaurant with my family. So again, we're talking about that balance. I knew that if I wanted to indulge in one place, I had to cut back and be really, really lean in others. Mm -hmm. How does your family, when you're traveling with family, are they all exercising as well or is that just (laughs) you? No, (laughs) no, that's usually just me. Um, they're getting better about it and they definitely respect and understand, you know, my kind of my Danny time. Mm-hmm. So they kind of know like Danny's going to go do her workout first thing in the morning. She may come to the parks with us or she may meet us there later. My mom's real big on walking, but she doesn't really enjoy going to the gym. My siblings, they'll, they'll do workouts here and there, but they're not as strict about it as I am. Right. And um, they're also a lot younger than me. So they're not so worried about it either. <laughs> <laughs> they're not quite so worried about it yet, but, but they'll come in and they'll kind of, my sister's 
she's 10 years younger than me. So she'll come with me to the gym if I go at night. She's not going to get up early and go, no way. But <laughs> she'll come with me if I go in the evening and she'll kind of fiddle around and kind of try to figure out how to use the workout equipment. So I don't try to push it on them, but I just like to let them know, hey, this is my plan. I'm going to do this. You're more than welcome to join me. But if not, then just understand that's where I'm going to be. I think that's the best way to approach it. And I found that too, like when I was in a point in my life where I needed to lose weight and I was really focused on exercising, where I was like, this is a thing that's important to me. I'm not going to sit and preach to you because that, like you said, it's mindset and you have to be like in a certain mental place to be able to like lose a, a, a bunch of weight or to maintain that kind of lifestyle. Like you really do. It is very much mindset and you can't push that or force that on anybody. So I think that's great that it's a discussion that you guys have and it's like, you're welcome to join. And if not, like we'll meet up here at this time. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that that's yeah. your approach and that that works for you guys. Definitely. And it, it hasn't always been my approach. I mean, in my in my younger days, I would say, hey, like, you should go to the gym with me. Like, yeah. you need to lift. Um, but that, that doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> so it really doesn't. I find that out the hard way. Um, and so, you know, just trying to share with them my story and why it's important to me. You know, sometimes they come along and sometimes they don't. And I have yeah. to, you know. I have to remind myself, like, I'm doing this because it's important to me, not because it's important to them. And they respect it because they know it's important to me. So it is the conversation. Yeah, it's fitness and a certain like a healthy lifestyle is I think it's a, a personal thing that you have to want and go after and you can't force that on anybody else. So that's I love that attitude. That is fantastic. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. Are we are we missing anything else? Is there are do you have any other like great tips for staying healthy and fit and eating right at the parks? Well, I, you know, the, the bulk of it is in the book, right? I think so much of it comes down to writing and the actual activities. I know for me, when it comes to anything with personal development or fitness, if I don't write it down, it's just not going to happen. And so that's what I think is really the most exciting part of the book is there are so many activities in there that take you through writing down your daily nutrition plan, writing down your daily workouts and taking what you do in your normal daily routine and figuring out how to work that into your vacation routine. And so it's about finding that balance, but, you know, writing it down and having the right tools to walk you through those steps. You know, you plan so much when it comes to a Disney trip a year in advance. And if you know that in general, health and fitness is a big focus for you, then it only makes sense to also not just plan out your dining reservations, but look into the menus and figure out, you know, call ahead, talk to the chef find out what you can and can't order at those restaurants and figuring out what time of day you should eat and try to try to align it with your normal daily routine. So for example, if you normally practice some form of maybe intermittent fasting and you get up maybe at 6 or 7 a.m., but you don't eat your first meal other than some coffee at noon, then I wouldn't recommend planning out a big breakfast buffet, you know, or character breakfast every day of the week. Your body's not used to it. So you want to plan out your schedule to align with what your normal routine is. Of course, it'll vary and fluctuate a little bit because you're on vacation, but when you plan it out in advance to kind of mirror your normal routine, then you won't feel like you're 
track balance and have to come home. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's like looking at your book and it's, it's really like, it's more of a workbook where like you, you talk about your story and your tips and stuff. And then it's like, all right, here, here's your homework. Like here, if you, you're, you're, you're <laughs> yeah. I see, I say homework, that sounds negative, but like, here's, here's like your guide to help you get through it. And that's, I think that that pairs so well with Disney because that's so much of what planning a Disney vacation is, is you months ahead of time have to figure out restaurants, right? So if you already know you're going to be at a certain restaurant, it shouldn't be that much more work to be like, all right, I know I'm eating here. Let's just take a quick look at the menu and see what the options are so that I can go in prepared and I know what I'm going to be eating that day. And I know what I'm going to be doing that day. And same with like scheduling rides. All right. I know my first fast pass is at this time. So if you do want to hit the gym, you have already got, you know, your schedule loosely in place so that you mm-hmm. can make that time. So I think it's a great, a great pairing with, with the uh, planning that is required with Disney. Definitely. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, I, I love it. And I think you can do Disney in so many ways. And I know from some of your previous guests, you have folks that like to plan every. Thing. And then there are some people who really, really thrive off of the non-plan plan. And, and you can do that, too, um, when you have a focus on health and fitness. It just you just have to understand what your goals and your boundaries are. So, you know, it, again, it just takes the planning and then it takes, I think, the communicating with the people that you go with so that everybody understands before you get there what your plan is and, you know, what's important to you. Right. All right. What's your favorite restaurant at any of the parks. Ooh, you know, my new favorite has got to be Skipper Canteen. Yeah. I, I, it was one that, you know, we've been there, we've gone to Disney for years and years and years and never noticed it. And Mm -hmm. so when I finally started diving into the different restaurants and I was like, okay, if I'm going to write this book, I need to go to different restaurants and try new things. There were so many healthy options there. And I just felt like it was a lot of clean food that wasn't super processed and it wasn't your typical burger and or chicken nuggets. It wasn't anything like that. It was like a really good meal. Got some grilled chicken, got some tofu, got fresh salads, lots of good flavors. So maybe a little bit too adventurous for some people, but for folks that are looking for something more than what you might typically think of as Disney food or um, just theme park food, that it was so good. I cannot wait to go back. And they had a killer dessert that we yeah. all split. <laughs> I can't remember what it was called, but it was so good. Oh, it was so good. What's your favorite splurge item? Ooh, like if you're that's... if you're like you're like all right, I'm saving up for this one this one item. What are you gonna splurge on? Oh my god, you think I would know <laughs> the answer right off the bat? Um, oh See, my gosh, I, I for me it's just it's just classic Mickey bars for me. Like I am so easy to please. It's just the Mickey bars. My mom, my mom loves the those frozen chocolate covered bananas. Oh yeah, my that's my husband's favorite. Yeah, that's hers. For me, I feel like it's. I have two things. Okay. So like my one non-negotiable every day, I have to get Starbucks. So <laughs> I know that's not a Disney thing, but <laughs> if I don't have my Starbucks, like the day is not so well. <laughs> so I really love that. I'm so big on trying new things. Um, I'm definitely going to go for dessert. It's probably going to have chocolate in it, um, mm-hmm. but I want to go try something new. So whatever it is, I want to try something new and it's probably going to be something that I've seen on the Disney food blog. <laughs> right. Good answer. When are you going? Mm-hmm. When are you going back to Disney? Um, for sure in May. Okay, great. Yeah, I've got to go visit my sister before summer break. We went in May last year, and so it was a really great oh, time of year. Oh, to go. Sure, yeah, sure, sure. Visiting your sister, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> not at all an excuse to go. I know. Well, she goes wink, every wink. week. She yeah, to go out of order. <laughs> oh, 
Okay. Well, this has been really great. I'm so glad that you took the time to talk to us about staying fit at the parks, at least as best we can, or (laughs) eating as best we can while we're at the parks. And your book is Healthy Disney. And where can you, where can you find it? It's available on Amazon right now. And um, all you have to do is go to Amazon and type in Healthy Disney, and it'll be the first book that pops up. It's a picture of me with Pluto, (laughs) so you can't miss it. Um, So right now it's available. Um, yeah, either on Amazon or there's a link to it on my website, which is dannyphillips.com. And there's a, a book for, or a tab for my ebook. Awesome. And I'll put all that working, in the show notes as well for everybody. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. And I'm, I'm working on the paperback version and the audio version, because like you said earlier, it's more of a workbook and I totally agree. So I want to get the the workbook in people's hands so they don't have to print everything off sure. to, to do it themselves. So that's in the next one to two months, both of those will be available too. Well, it is a fantastic resource. So thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you so much for having me on the show, Julia. I appreciate it. I hope this helps your listeners and helps everybody to plan out their next Disney vacation. I think it will. So that was really great. I think if you are looking to maintain a healthy lifestyle while you're at Disney, it is definitely doable. If your goal is just to not gain 10 pounds, which is usually my goal when I go anywhere, when I travel, that is definitely doable. It just takes a little bit of planning. And I think if you are listening to this podcast and you really love planning for Disney, this really shouldn't be any more of an exercise than just picking your restaurants and planning out your day. So I think this is some really great information on how you can do that because The thought of going to Disney and not gaining weight might seem a little overwhelming because there are so many amazing snack foods. But trust me, it is possible to stay active while you are at the parks. There's so much walking, so you'll definitely be getting your cardio in. And if you just follow the tips that Danny was just kind enough to share with us, I know that you can maintain an awesome physique and have a great trip to Disney World. So that's it for this week. As always, follow along on social media for more Disney fun. So next week, I want to talk a little bit about how to save money and still go to Disney World because that's probably the most common thing that I am asked is how can I save money? And there are a ton of ways that you can do it. And I love talking about it. So I think next week, we're going to talk about that New Year's resolution of saving money, but also going to Disney World. So until next week, I will see you guys in the parks. New episodes of Double Your WDW podcast are uploaded weekly, so never miss out. Subscribe in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you found this information helpful, then leave a great review. Check us out at WDW.com where you can get more Disney planning information and my weekly Disney newsletter. That's WDW.com. I'll see you in the parks. Okay, and thank you guys for listening. We're going to quickly summarize what we went over today with Julie or really what she went over today with me. I wanted to give you all a couple of quick wrap-up takeaways from this episode. So first is focus on scheduling and your mindset when it comes to Disney planning. I recommend scheduling your trip around an athletic event. Make a commitment. Maybe it's a bodybuilding show like I had, or maybe it's a run Disney event. Um, Align your Disney schedule with your normal routine. For example, if you practice intermittent fasting and you don't normally have your first meal until afternoon, then don't schedule 
meals before noon while you're at Disney. Help, help your body and your digestive system stay on track. Decide on your goals and your outcome for health and fitness on vacation and then work backwards to figure out the action steps you need to take in order to reach those goals. Um, workout plans, definitely share them with your family, but don't force your schedule on them. So make sure that they understand what is important to you and then they can decide if they want to join you or not, but make sure there's a mutual respect and a lot of conversation happening there. I highly recommend you take pen to paper and write down your goals so that there is a lot higher probability of them coming to fruition. And then if you don't want to remember all of this information, then you can just purchase the Healthy Disney Planning Guide and that'll save all your problems right there from taking copious notes during this podcast. And that link is going to be in the show notes and you can also go to Amazon and search Healthy Disney. It will be the first book that pops up. Don't forget it's available on Amazon in Kindle or ebook format and paperback format. Audio is coming soon. And then the last reminder I have for you today is that if you are loving this information and craving volume two, then please head over to my Kickstarter campaign. The link again is in the show notes below and you can be a part of the project backing experience. So thank you in advance for checking that out. Every dollar counts and I can't wait to continue putting out more amazing content to help you on your health and fitness journey. Thanks again and I will talk to you guys on Wednesday in the next episode. you so much for spending time with me today and listening to the fitness empowerment podcast if you felt empowered to make a change in your life and take the next step on your health and fitness journey then please do me a favor and take a moment to share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message this podcast is available via itunes soundcloud and anchor which shares to a multitude of other platforms so make sure you check out the platform that you enjoy most and if you really truly do enjoy this content then please do me another favor and go over to itunes give this podcast a five-star rating and an honest review and that will truly help the podcast to grow and reach as many people as possible so thank you in advance for that Also, if you know of someone, perhaps a friend or family member that has been through a huge struggle in their fitness and health journey and they have overcome that struggle, please pass them on to me. I would love to hear about their journey and share it with the rest of the world. Until next time, cheers to your next leap of strength.